You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the Tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhouse. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. Welcome into episode lucky 13 of the Rosie Report, spring training edition. Great to have you with us as uh, we recap the activities on Wednesday at Indian Spring Training. The tribe was on the road on Wednesday in Scottsdale, Salt River Fields, that beautiful complex taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks, and they came away 6-2 to two winners on a day where Aaron Savali got back on the mound. Savali, two hitless innings, three strikeouts and a walk, so a, a real nice performance for him. He had been bothered by just a minor groin injury, so they held him back, and he made his a debut in the spring yesterday. Now the key will be, can he work his way back and be ready to go for opening day. Is there enough time? Well, Sandy Alomar was managing the ball club yesterday, and he commented on just that, not only for Savali, but some others in terms of their readiness by opening day with spring training now coming to a close in less than three weeks. Well, I think the whole uh, concern is just to build up guys, and uh, with a couple of guys that we have with injuries, Carrasco, Savali, and Clevin injuries, how are we going to get them to build up? So hopefully we have enough time for that. And Simber also got a chance to get in the game today. Absolutely. Just... I, I think the, the relievers did a, a great job today. Uh, uh, earlier, I think they were working some stuff, but now it's time to turn their corner and start executing pitches. And talking about the relief pitchers, Nick Whitgren, James Hoyt, Phil Maton, Anthony Goes, and Logan Allen, they all pitched scoreless baseball for the Tribe. And on the offensive front, another home run for Francisco Lindor, his second on the spring, and Christian Arroyo had a two-hit game for the Indians and their 6-2 win over the Diamondbacks over in Scottsdale. Now on Thursday, today, the Indians will take on the Giants again over in Scottsdale, this time at uh, Scottsdale Stadium, and Zach Plezak will make the start for the Indians. Yesterday, Wednesday at camp, Indians president of baseball operations, Chris Antonetti, made himself available to the, the Cleveland and national media to talk about a variety of subjects, and he began with the injury updates on various pitchers, including Mike Clevenger. Yeah, he's progressing well. Um, I think he's going to play some catch today, but he continues to progress well and feel really feel really good. We're still looking at the same initial time frame we talked about, but he's progressing really well. So obviously, you know, it seems like he really is eager. He really wants to come back. How do you temper that without... That's always a challenge with Clev. He does everything all out, and he's attacked that rehab the same way. So we saw firsthand last year he was able to accelerate his return and, and get back maybe sooner than we expected. If that's the case here, great, but we're not going to rush anything. Okay, and his absence or, or his presence seems to have, from what I've read in the, in the research, an impact on what the potential rotation could look like with with the other player, pitchers in play, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, his availability will have a big impact on obviously what we do and how the rest of the rotation takes shape. In that mind with Savali, how, what do you uh, he's going to pitch today? He's going to pitch today. So yeah. where, um, I know it's obviously too early to tell, but where do you hope he fits in? I mean, do you hope he's a guy who can you know, add depth to the rotation? Is he a guy you hope to break camp with? Or 
I think a lot of it just depends upon who are the other guys okay. and what's the best rotation for us moving forward. But I think what we saw from Aaron last year is he's capable of giving us really effective major league innings and giving us a chance to win the games he starts. And he's continued to make progress, continued to develop. So, you know, we're excited to see him pitch and begin to build up his pitch count. So he's, you know, well positioned to start the season and make an impact with us. Chris, because of the injuries to these guys in the starting rotation, Guy cooking out there yesterday, talking about Savali. Do you feel like you guys have enough time? Do they have enough time, I guess, mm-hmm. to prepare to have the, to be ready for the innings that you all need to pitch? So we've worked through that schedule. If everything stays on track, we think that they can get built up to a sufficient enough point where they could be ready to go in the rotation. But we are starting to run out of time. So if there were any uh, slowdowns in those schedules, it could have an impact. You know, we've, it's, I don't know if this has changed over the last couple of years, but it seems like every, Pitcher, not everyone, but like whether it's Pleco or they're, they're all gaining pitches or changing pitches in the offseason. And uh, they all kind of sit over the weekend that they can do that now with all the technology mm-hmm. that's kind of at their hands. How fun is that for you to have your guys, you know, go away and then come back? Maybe a guy works on his curve or his change, or is that different than, or are we more open to talking about it now? Well, it's fun as long as they're communicating about it, which we thankfully got a great group of guys that are committed to working to get better. No longer is the offseason just a time to kind of rest and relax, but guys are seeing it as I can make myself a better pitcher or player. How do I take advantage of that time? Because oftentimes during the season, guys are so focused on competing and just getting outs that it's sometimes harder to take that step back and think about development. But we've got a group of guys, you've mentioned a few, and a host of others on our roster that spend a lot of time in the winter thinking about how they can get better. And we've tried to have a plan for each one of them to help them along that path. Anything new on McKenzie? I know, I, mean, so he's, I think he's the last guy in the 40, man, that hasn't yeah. played in a spring game. Is that is there a decision yet? or just? No, we just want to make sure we're smart about it. We know we're going to have to manage his total volume over the course of the year. He's had a good camp. He's really in a good spot. We want to make sure we keep him on that path. Well, Domingo, uh, you know, what have you seen from him so far this spring, and, and what are you hoping to you know, see throughout this you know, final three weeks? I think we're, he's fit into our clubhouse mm-hmm. really well, and I think that's probably the thing we're most focused on. Right now, we guys only have a handful of at-bats, so right. we probably won't read too much in anything that's going on yet. But um, I think what we've seen is that when he's healthy, he's been a really productive offensive player. Everything we're seeing right now is that he's healthy and has not had any issues with his body or his elbow or anything like that. So if that continues and we continue to get him at-bats, we think he can be a really contributor or a really strong contributor for us offensively. I know it's spring, but how nice the last couple of days having all the young guys that had to play. Yeah. You know, like whether it be Sunday and then you had all the guys pitching on Monday. Just how nice is that for you guys to be able to watch? It was fun. It was especially fun because a number of members of our international scouting department happened to be in town that day and got a chance to watch some of those guys firsthand, and they all obviously made a big impact on the game and had, had a fun time. It's it's great to see. I mean, we know for us to continue to be a successful organization, we need to continue to have a influx of players that not only get to the major leagues but help us win games at the major leagues, and we feel like we've got an exciting crop of guys within our minor league system that could come up and contribute. So having days like the other day are really fun for us organizationally. <clears throat> With Fran Meal, obviously the numbers are, are really good to start the spring. What are you seeing on maybe deeper into his swing that I know that sometimes there have been some swing and miss throughout yeah. his career. Are you seeing some improvements in, the, in that area or so, is it too early to tell? Uh, 
little bit early to tell. I mean, it stood out. Everything, and he's not getting just flares over the second baseman. Everything he's hitting right now is hard. Um, I think it starts with making good swing decisions, figuring out what are those right pitches that he wants to attack, and then when he does, putting a good swing on it. And he's been really consistent in both those areas, making good swing decisions, and then when he decides this is my pitch, to put it in play really hard. And when you do that consistently, you've got a chance to have a lot of success, and he certainly had that so far. How difficult the Millsy situation is not having. I think for anyone that's been around your team, Millsy's always been kind of a you know a guy. Yeah. Difficult as a business for all the coaches to deal with him not being here daily to help out. Oh, we miss him dearly. I mean, he's part of our family, and not only um, do we care about him, but he makes a huge impact in the time he's here. But all of what's what's with us in the Cleveland Indians secondary at this point, we've continued to tell Millsy that. He needs to make sure he's there with his family, supporting them and helping them through a really difficult time. Whenever it is that he gets to that point where he thinks it makes sense to come back, we'll love to have him, but we don't want him to feel any pressure at all to shortchange time with his family. Have you had to use multiple people to kind of keep spring training going? Because that seems we like have, such a yeah. huge I mean, thing. Millsy absorbs so much responsibility during the course of spring, not only with just, I mean, just doing the daily schedule alone is a huge responsibility, but, you know, in the past he'd also worked with the outfielders and been part of their instruction too. So we have divided up some of those responsibilities. Mike Barnett's taken some, Mike Sarbaugh's taken some, obviously Kyle Hudson on the outfield side, and then, you know, we've tried to piece it together as best we can. How do you look at the Anthony Ghost? Situation. I think for all of us, it's kind of one of those it's a fun story because we all watched him play outfield for Detroit. For you guys, how do you evaluate where he's gone from where he was maybe a year ago to now? It's exciting to see the continued progress. I think we've seen, I mean, obviously the stuff is electric, and he's now become more consistent in repeating his delivery and his mechanics where he's been in the zone more consistently. And if he can marry those two, maintain the stuff, and be in the zone, it's a pretty interesting Pretty interesting arm to have as an option in the bullpen. Does a, does a three batter minimum impact him with how he profiles currently? Not with his stuff. He, he's up to, I think he may have touched 100 this spring. So, and his secondary stuff's been really good. So, if he can stay in the zone, we think he can attack both lefties and righties. Would you guys ever use, would you guys ever use a two way? You know, you just hear about two way players. Mm-hmm. Has that a, been a discussion for you guys? I'm not saying with just him, but is that a discussion you guys ever have possibly? Um, we've talked about it some. Uh, the criteria for being classified as a two-way player at the major leagues is difficult right now. I think there's only one player right now that's currently cl- – Otani is the only one that's classified as a two-way player. The other players have to go out and earn that with uh, the amount of innings they pitch. And then only at that point can they – one with the innings and position and plate appearances they get. That's the way you can they can earn that status as a two-way player. With Karinchak, with the time missed last year, it seemed like he moved really fast. Mm-hmm. You have to see more in the spring because of that, or I mean, not really. Thing? He's square in the middle of the competition, so there are a lot of things that'll go into figuring out what that right composition of the bullpen is. But no, James is right in the thick of things. And what do you like so far? He's another guy with electric stuff. When he's in the zone and around the zone, he's got a chance to be really dominant. Seems like a guy like Bonnie Bradley got a taste of the big leagues last year. Yep. And from afar, it probably looks like there's a log jam. But he's come here and played pretty well. Seems to like he pretty well. How nice is that for you guys? He came in the spring in a really good spot. I think a couple of years ago he had lost a ton of weight and like may have been too light. Last year is the opposite. So he w- he spent a lot of time this offseason season 
figuring out how do I put my body in the best position to do what I want to do on the baseball field and put in a lot of work, stayed in Goodyear for the majority of the offseason. And I think that work is is paying off, and we're seeing the benefits of that in camp on both sides of the ball. We do think he's got a chance to be a really productive player. So I know at times it can appear blocked, but opportunities have a way of finding finding themselves for guys who can contribute. That's Indians president of baseball operations, Chris Antonetti. And that's going to do it for another edition of the Rosie Report, our Lucky 13 edition. Hope you can tune in again when we produce another one, most likely tomorrow. We said it was going to be almost daily, and and we've just about done it every day. So uh, maybe it's more of a daily spring training edition, but uh, we'll strive to, to keep that going here as we continue into the spring. Until then, this is Jim Rosenhouse. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Rosie Report. 